0: What's up, my peeps? Welcome to the Dirty devotional podcast. So excited to have you join us. Hey, always an honor uh, if this is your first time hanging out with us. I'm so glad you're here um checking this out and I would love to invite you to subscribe follow um man leave uh, rate us leave us a comment let us know um what we're doing is helpful for you that way we can continue uh to do this for you um and so but we've been on this conversation about how do I deal with my darkness. And we kicked it off last time. If you haven't watched the last episode, I encourage you to stop right here. Go listen to it. Um, And we talked about how when it comes to our darkness, we have to be brave enough to open the door, face it, and name it. Name the thing that we're keeping in the dark that we're afraid to address, that we're afraid to tell people about. Um, We have to be willing to address those things in the darkness. Flip the switch, turn the light on, and see what's really there so that we can begin the process of understanding it. Um, and eventually overcoming it, uh, which is such an important thing. And one of those things that I have found to be true in my life that I realized later wasn't that big of a deal is this this idea of doubt. Now, I've been a follower of Jesus for 14 plus years, and throughout my journey, I have found myself doubting. Um, I'm pretty doubtful. Uh, There are times where I ask God to do stuff, and I'm doubtful that He's going to come through. There are times where my insecurities are really great, and I'm doubtful that God really is still forgiving me. Uh, There are times in my life where I'm supposed to forgive and believe the best about people, but I'm doubtful that that'll actually happen. Doubt is something that has been present in my life for a long time, and um, when I was in church, I always thought I was this awful character in the Bible that everyone refers to as doubting Thomas. Uh, Thomas was one of the 12 disciples of Jesus. And when Jesus, uh, resurrected from the grave, he came and visited all the disciples, but Thomas wasn't there. And so Thomas missed it. And the disciples, uh, go and tell Thomas like, man, our Lord and savior, Jesus is back. He's conquered, uh, the grave. And Thomas is like, yeah, Right. And we, we kind of paint this picture of doubting Thomas as like, don't be that. But let's just face it, y'all. If somebody walked into your room right now or called you on your phone and said, hey, uh, grandpa or someone who died however many years ago or three days ago is back from the grave, are you going to believe him? He, exactly. Yet yeah, we we hold this, this image of Thomas as like, I can't believe Thomas. He's so doubtful. Um, how dare him not believe? And so we get this stigma that doubting is bad, and it's one of those things that we keep in the darkness with our life because we don't really know what to do with it, and we're ashamed of it, and we're afraid of it, and we think God's upset at it. But but here's why I want you: I want to read this story, and I want you to see how God responds to doubt. So if you look at John chapter 20, I'm going to read this story for you. Um, so this is after. Uh, the disciples have tried to convince Thomas that that Jesus was alive. And listen to what he says. He says, Now, Thomas, called Didymus, you could call T. Diddy, uh, one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, He put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side. I will not believe it. So Thomas is like, Jesus has got to show up. I got to put my hands in his scars. And that's the only way I'm going to believe it. That's how much doubt Thomas had. A week later, listen this, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Thomas was never going to leave the disciples again. He's like, if something crazy is going to happen, I'm going to be here for it. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Y'all, can we just appreciate the fact Jesus just pops into this room, doors are locked, and probably one of the most like scary surprises ever, and his first response is, peace be with you. It's ridiculous. Uh, then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand, and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. I love this. I love this because Thomas is doubtful. I mean, he has the name Doub- Doubting Thomas for a reason. And... Jesus, we see in this, this story Jesus' response to doubt, and the, the thing is, Jesus shows up. It's not like what we would typically expect. It's not what we've typically been taught or we've believed about our doubt is that God is usually, God is supposed to be upset at our doubt. Like, how dare you not believe me? How dare you not trust me? How dare you you have any questions in your minds about what I'm doing but thomas is very forthright and says i just i'm having a hard time believing and what i love about the story is jesus shows up and he goes directly towards thomas and he says i want to help you with your doubt i want to help you understand he says don't don't doubt thomas believe and Thomas does these things. He, he, if you go on the story, he puts his hands in Jesus' side. He feels the scars, and he says, um, he responds with, my Lord, he he does believe. But then Jesus responds at the very end, and this is important. He says, because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And that's for you and me. That's for us. That's who Jesus is talking about. He says, You believe because you've seen, but there's a special blessing, a blessing for me, a blessing for you, a blessing for all of us who are in the midst of so much unknown and we can't see, and yet we choose to believe anyway. That in the face of our doubt, that we know that we can go to God and we can say, God, I don't understand. And God, I I don't know how this is going to work out. God, the pieces don't add up. It doesn't It doesn't make sense. And yet we go to God and we say, God, but in the midst of my doubt, I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe that you're still good, even if it doesn't happen the way I think it should. That you're still um, with me, even if it hurts, God. That you're you still understand, even when I don't. That I want you to know today that that doubt is not the opposite of your faith. It's the it's literally the pulse of your faith. It means you have a real and active faith and you're believing in something that's difficult. And maybe you've kept your doubt in the dark because you feel like God can't handle it or you shouldn't be that way or you're supposed to be the super Christian who has it all together. That's, That's not what this is about. God is not scared of your doubt. He's not intimidated by it. He, in fact, he, he blesses you because He understands it. And He says, in the midst of your doubt, bless are those that act anyway and keep pushing. And today I want you to know that those around you, regardless of how firm they may stand or how confident they may be, they have doubts. And that's okay. Maybe, Maybe in our questioning, maybe in the moments that we take where we Ask hard questions. We can gain new knowledge and new understanding about who God is and who we are. But I want you to know today, God is not disappointed in your doubts, and He's not scared of your doubts. He can handle it. He can handle it. Give Him the chance to pursue you in those doubts so that your faith can grow, so that it can be stronger, so that in the absence of understanding that you can still walk and take steps Believing that somehow it might work out. Let me pray for you today. Lord, thank you for today. Lord, thank you that you don't run away from us when we have doubts, or but that you pursue us in those doubts. Lord, I ask that we wouldn't be afraid to come to you and talk to you. Lord, to be able to express the situations in our lives where doubt has overrun us. Lord, help us understand that doubt is a part of our faith. But Lord, don't let doubt control us and make us run away from you. Instead, let our let our doubt drive us to you, Lord, so that we can find understanding when we don't have any, Lord, or so that we can continue to take steps when we don't have understanding. And Lord, we just thank you. Lord, I thank you for those listening. I pray that you help them in their doubt, that they would be brave enough to ask questions and to grow and to learn Lord, it's in our questions, Lord, where our faith can grow. And Lord, it's in our questions where we can find you. Lord, we thank you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L.